I know some people here are gonna laugh at me. My friends and family all call me pathetic. You might as well do the same. I wouldn't even tell you this if I didn't believe I could help someone make better choices in life. Let's talk about dating. Yeah, I've been single for a long time. A long time. My last serious relationship ended somewhere around Obama's election. Time wise. Yeah, that long ago. I've tried everything, but the years haven't been kind to me. I can't blame anyone for passing me by without a second look. Hell, I would. Still, I can't just lay down and die alone. When there was no one left to even consider asking out, I reached out to a dating site. I started with the basics like OkCupid, but that was useless. Months went by, no one even checking out my profile. Same for Match, same for Tinder. The same faces showing up, over and over. It's like an endless raid of rejection and leftist vibes. I get it, I'm used to rejection by now. And it's fine. I got things to do. I've tried on and off for years. At least three times I got as far as an actual physical date, but they all ended up bad. One rejected me the second we said goodnight, she barely even rounded the corner. The second left when I told her about my income. The third caught a brief glimpse of me and turned around in the doorway to the cafe. Brutal. Two years ago, a friend of mine got married. At the reception, we had a quiet moment away from the other guests, where we shared a beer and talked about the good old days. I used to go steady with this girl back then, who abused me horribly. She threw plates at me, knives, chased me out of the apartment for things she imagined me doing. She could be upset for things she knew she had dreamed about me doing. I could sit for hours, consoling her for things I would never do, and shit still attacked me physically out of nowhere. My friend told me I had to forgive, forget, and just let myself be happy again, to trust again, to dare to love and put myself out there. That hit me, and it hit me hard, watching the limo turn the corner with the rattling cans and the just married on the back windshield hurt. You know, cause he was right. I tried the same old routine. I signed up for at least four different sites, wrote a new bio, got some new pictures with a fresh jacket and an actual smile. All my friends supported me and they were asking acquaintances if they could set them up on blind dates with me. I hadn't felt so alive in years and god damn it. Love was coming back. But you know how it is. Some of you, no new matches, no new visitors, no new messages, or responses to messages you've sent. Blind dates that cancel at the last minute when you are standing in the doorway holding a sunflower you picked up earlier. You can only psych yourself up so much. At the same point, someone has to pick up on the other side. The parade of leftist vibes kept marching on, the smiling faces telling you they can't love you 
as they pass you by, complaining how there are no good men left. I was ready to give up, not like you give up on life, but dating. We were entering the pandemic age anyway, and everyone started focusing on staying alive and healthy, myself included. I decided I was gonna try one last sight, but I didn't know which one. That is until one day, when I saw the weirdest ad on one of the dating sites I had signed up to. It was an ad for another dating site, on a dating site. How weird is that? Can they even do that? It had a catchy name though. Come that sail away. See? They switched around. I love this tag song, Come Sail Away. So, it got it stuck in my head. Apparently, it was a dating site for people who want to really get to know each other. The promise was simple. By sending and responding to messages from someone, you gradually unlock more parts of their profile and info. First, you get a short bio, then a picture, then another, and so on. All you start with is name, age, pronoun, and sexuality. That's it. I figured I'd give it a shot. Maybe people could overlook my physique if they actually got to know me. I was prepared to hate the site. It was fairly small and unknown, so I thought there'd be a handful of people in my city signed up at most. Boy, was I wrong. Over 250 profiles in my age range. Even the biggest sites have at most 50 to 80. This is not a big city. They weren't that far away either. They were people from just a few miles out. I'd never seen anything like it. It has to be bots, I thought. It has to. But no, it wasn't. I knew some of the names there. The names people had popped up on other sites and rejected me thoroughly. Most were people I'd never even heard of though. The site had a few restrictions and pay gates, but it wasn't bad. They had member tires, where sailor was the most basic, crewmate was a step up, $5 a month, and captain, $30 a month, was at the very top. At the sailor level, you could message anyone up to a total of three times, unlocking a bigger bio, their job, and a picture in seemingly random order. Crewmate allowed up to 10 messages, and an anonymous browsing feature. You could also see their pictures without sending them a message first. Then there was the captain level. Your profile was boosted, you got unlimited messages, and you could pick 3 extra things to see in every profile without sending a message. However, even at that level, you had to talk to people to see all the info there was to know about them. I'll be honest, I swallowed it all. Hook, line, and sinker. There were also all kinds of free features, like you couldn't actually write a profile. Instead, you answered predetermined questions, and one was generated for you. That way, all people were presented in an equal manner. You also couldn't upload your picture directly. If you wanted a picture uploaded, you had to connect one of your socials. 
and a picture of you would be uploaded. Not just a picture you've taken though, a random picture where you've been tagged by one of your friends. I signed up with my Twitter and the picture it pulled up was from New Year's Eve back in 18. I forgot I even had that up there. I was a bit weirded out at first, but I came to terms with it. I signed up as a captain, six months, paid and done, no questions asked. I started up a conversation with a woman named Tamara. She was at the top of my recommended list, another neat feature based on the questions I'd answered. I had chosen to see three things from every profile, thanks to the captain level, a short bio, number of children, and what kind of relationship they're looking for, monogamy, polygamy, etc. Tamara had no children, was monogamous and worked as a receptionist for a law firm downtown. We hit it off instantly. Tamara was engaging, interesting, and honestly curious. How often do you have women actually ask you something about yourself? We talked about our families, our work, hopes for the future. In three days, we had sent 85 messages. I was getting so many unlocks for her profile. And we just had more to talk about every single day. I was glued to my phone and neglected pretty much everything. Another neat feature of Captain Level. The one you're talking to can respond an unlimited amount of times as well. Her mother was Nigerian and her dad was Norwegian. Born in South Carolina. College educated. Political science. An owner of no less than four ACDC t-shirts. Apparently the only reason she didn't have any children was because her ex-husband had been infertile. Once they split up back in the summer of 16, she got used to the idea of being childless. That is, until a friend of hers had talked her into signing up on Sailway. So I unlocked all kinds of things about Tamara. More info on her profile, like her political views, if she'd ever had a pet, what her best friends thought of her, fairly in-depth stuff. She was absolutely gorgeous, which put me off a bit. If she was a tiger woods of pretty, I was a toddler chewing crayons. Jesus Christ, she had the most gorgeous green eyes. I admit, I was being a bit creepy. I set her profile picture as my phone background. I couldn't help daydreaming about spending time with her once the pandemic was over. We were talking about planning a summer trip later in 2021, once we both get vaccinated. We figured we'd skip the first few dates and go straight to the part where we hang out and have fun, like we've known each other for years. I was psyched. I was browsing Craigslist for Volkswagen. I was even getting back into spray painting, which I haven't done since I was a teenager. I wanted to make a custom paint job to show off as we went on our big adventure. Maybe a sailboat and some ACDC t-shirts. Then I went back to her profile. There were so many new unlocks, personal stuff. 
deeply personal. My biggest fear is getting slowly suffocated. Read one line. I dream about free-falling off a skyscraper to go out on my own terms. As a teenager, I fantasized about killing my infant brother. I felt nothing for him. This was beyond anything auto-generated through a questionnaire. This was personal. I asked her about it, and she stopped responding. I tried to get back in touch with her for a few days, but I got nothing. Our messages hit a new milestone, and another fact was unlocked. I laid in bed one night, worried, as I read, back in the summer of 2016, I killed myself. I freaked out. She was playing a prank on me, obviously. So I contacted support to see how you could customize your profile and likes. They responded, simply, that you can't. I asked them to explain Tamara's profile, and I got this cookie-cutter response. Dear customer, if you are dissatisfied with the services provided by Com.SailAway, you are entitled to a full refund as long as your messaging count hasn't reached 200. Our state-of-the-art algorithm allows us to feed potential contacts with bite-sized information, encouraging our users to get to know one another over a longer period of time. One does not sail across the ocean in an afternoon. I tried contacting their telephone support line, but all I reached was an automated message loop that led back to the support from the website. That end. Tamara still wasn't responding. One day later, I noticed something weird. Please forgive the potato quality. I had to use my old phone to get a picture of it. The picture I had of Tamara as background was corrupted. The contrast was way off, and parts of the image was blacked out in straight vertical lines. You can see it here, but the lines shift if you turn the phone. It seems almost responsive, like those cards that change depending on the angle you look at them. I contacted the law firm where Tamara said she worked. They wouldn't comment on the death of any employees, and the lady I spoke to seemed very reluctant to talk to me at all. Her attitude changed at the snap of a finger. I later found the social accounts of a Tamara Haugen but they had been deleted and rendered inactive. Gradually, the background faded away further and further. Finally, I went back to her profile. I got an amateur education, tutorials mostly, in web design, and I wanted to see what was happening under the hood. If the profiles were really generated, there had to be scripts that revealed part of the process. So I opened up the code for her profile and, well, see for yourself. I don't know where to begin. The buttons are all wrong. There is no code. I swear, the damn ASCII art blinked as soon as I turned my eyes away. Everything was just nonsense. Repeating the same terms over and over. Come say the way. Come sail away, come sail away with me. But did you see the thing there? It is pretty small. See if you can find it. 
I screenshot the whole thing and zoomed in on it. The lines struck through the text are not the same length, despite the words being the exact same. This isn't some auto-generated text strikes. This was drawn. That's the best word I have for it. This was manually drawn onto the text, as if someone had been changing it by hand. Then it hit me. What about my profile? As a part of the captain level, I was able to see my own generated profile. Keep in mind, I had only answered about 20 fairly ordinary questions. But the things that were written there, they're just not something I would have shared with anyone. My first girlfriend held a knife to my throat as I slept. She thought about killing me, and then herself. She shot herself two years after our breakup. I had no idea. She moved out of the state after our breakup to be with her family. Now I know why I could never find her on socials. I often dream about kidnapping someone and forcing them to love me. Look, we all dream things that aren't true. They're just wild impulses. I'd never act on it. I dream about scalping an unwilling lover with my teeth. I want to chew skin and hair and drink orange juice in the morning like nothing ever happened. If I wasn't anonymous, I'd never admit to any of these. These dark, messed up thoughts have crossed my mind at most one time. After heavy drinking, I don't want any of this. This isn't who I am. But the sight is telling me something I just can't ignore. Maybe my first girlfriend was onto something. All those years ago, she would get angry for things she imagined me doing. But maybe there was more truth to it than I was willing to admit. I can't ever allow myself to love again. I'm so fucking broken. I'm despicable. Please, please don't sign up for a calm that sail away. There is no love there, and you might not allow yourself to find it anywhere else ever again. Maybe it is just me, but I can see deeper meaning in the lyrics to the song now, and it terrifies me. It used to be uplifting, and now I can't help but hear the sinister undertones. Some of us have to be alone for everyone's sake. It is better this way.